A special person is in this room tonight because uh, former mayor Rudy Giuliani did the greatest job. He was the greatest mayor in the history of this city. It was safe. It was prosperous. Well, welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. In for Rudy Giuliani today is Andrew Giuliani. And I have to tell you, I'm still riding high off of this incredible Trump speech from a couple of nights ago here in downtown New York. We're actually right across from one of the buildings they're trying to take away from him on Wall Street, in Cipriani's on Wall Street, across from 40 Wall Street, which uh, Trump owns, which, I don't know, maybe they valued that at about $5 million. They value Mar-a-Lago at $18 million anyway. But of the many things that Trump said during his over hour-and-a-half speech, he was extremely, extremely complimentary of... His great, I want to say old friend, his uh, longtime friend, Rudy Giuliani, Uh, he laid out an incredible vision for the country. I mentioned this actually yesterday with our friend Curtis Lewa, where we now are sharing the 8 o'clock hour on Sunday nights. Uh, And we talked about how it was an over hour and a half speech. And normally that's a little bit long, right? For somebody who runs, who's been there, you say, okay, an hour and a half, you want to kind of keep it somewhere between... 45 minutes to just over an hour. That's kind of, that gives you enough of the content to be able to get into without losing people. But I think what Trump is doing, this is strategic by Trump. Trump is showing the difference between him and Biden, who Biden can't even get through a seven minute speech. Actually, I'm probably being pretty generous by saying seven minute speech. He can't get through like a 30 second speech without the note cards and without saying like, Oh, um, they're going to be upset if I say this. So I need to go on. You know what Trump didn't say the other day? Trump didn't say, they're going to be upset if I need to say this. He said it. He said it. And I have to tell you, he went off the cuff a whole lot because the guy was absolutely brilliant on this. But a couple other things he talked about, which a lot of the media has not been covering, which I think has a direct effect here in New York, is qualified immunity for our police officers. That's something that nobody else has talked about toward the end of his speech. He talked about and he, he really talked about the importance of what that means to our police officers and how we cannot recruit great peace officers, great NYPD officers, if they don't have qualified immunity from the city and the city's legal department. And school choice, quality school choice. Because the truth is, in seeing what's happened, sadly, to our public schools in many cities across the country, not just New York City, you need to have Choice. You need to make a marketplace and give parents the opportunity to choose. Because if that school, if their public school is not performing up to snuff, if they have the option, if they have the tax credits to be able to take their hard-earned tax dollars that they're paying and say, you know what, you're not doing a good job, public schools. I'm going to my charter school over there, or I'm going to this parochial school, or I'm going to yeshiva school if I'm Jewish or even homeschooling, then you know what? We're not giving Americans the choice that they deserve. But I want to get into a few more things from this speech from Saturday night. Before we wrap it all up, let's go to cut 27. Uh, let's go to cut 27. And you heard the real Matt Gates tonight. That's the real Matt Gates, right? Man. That was great, Matt. 
You know, they have a big deal going on at Mar-a-Lago right now. They have a thousand people for a friend of yours. You know what's happening. They all think you and I are supposed to be there. But we're very happy being right here for Gavin and Lee and everybody else. Now, Matt Gates, I have to tell you, was uh, I've known Matt for a long time and uh, at least down in Washington, D.C. And I have to tell you, from the time that I first got to know Matt and from the times we've gone out to dinner, I've got to see him before he really became kind of in the lexicon here uh, over the last couple of years, first with the McCarthy confirmations and then ousting McCarthy. I knew the talent that this guy had. I knew the vision that Gates had. He's controversial. Part of that, again, just like Bannon, is by design. But the guy is brilliant. And what the guy is asking from D.C. politicians is very simple. Be less a politician and more a representative for your constituents. That's what Gates is asking for. And that's why a lot of people in the swamp on the left and the right don't like Gates at all. Because guess what? He's not here to go and play along with the old swamp party. He wants to come in there and say, you know what? This is what Americans are asking for. This might not be the most popular stand to take inside the beltway, but darn it. If we end up creating policy on what's popular from inside the beltway, then we're going to keep on going down this spiral, flushing ourselves down a toilet into socialism. And that's why he's standing up, and that's why he's doing a great job. And that's not just because he said a couple of nice things about my father, which I'm going to play in a couple of minutes over here, but that's because he actually stands up for that stuff. And that's why I've been reading a little bit that people are starting to think of, you know, expelling potentially uh, Gates, that they're trying to go the same path with Santos. Now, look, I want to be very clear. I don't like George Santos. I'm not a George Santos fan. I never have been. I knew he was a shady character while he was running. I certainly didn't know all of this stuff, but I knew he was a shady character. But I defended the fact that he should not have been removed from Congress. There's difference between not liking somebody, thinking that they may be shady, let's say, thinking that may they may have told lies, which, let's put it this way, if you talk about the lies and the anti-Semitism and the, and the complicity and genocide calls from our members of Congress, you can expel everybody from Congress. But with regards to Santos, he should not have been removed. This should have been something that a jury should have dealt with. Look, at most, you were looking at another year of the guy anyway. And I don't like the guy. I don't like him. I want to be very clear. But I do like our rules and our laws. And they've been encroached upon way too much over the last few years to be able to have Republicans or to sit by and see Republicans encroach upon them. Anyway, I've been seeing that there are a whole lot of members of Congress that are starting to leak out that we don't like Matt Gates too much. We hate him. We hate the fact of what he's done here to the party and this and that, and that they're thinking if there's a House ethics report that comes out about him, about bringing a vote to the House floor, about expelling Matt Gates as well. well I want to be very clear to you, and this is probably directed more at the House Republicans here in New York. Some of my Republican friends, who sometimes can be pretty squishy, on some of these conservative things and their excuses. Well, we're in Biden districts and all that stuff. I want to be very clear. If you go after Matt Gates, then I am going to work with other conservative leaders to make sure that you get primaried. 
Don't go after this guy, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is somebody who is bringing some of the most important ideas to the forefront here in conservative America. You may not like him. You may call him a firebrand. Look, Matt certainly likes attention. I'm not saying that. But I will tell you what. I'm going to make sure that I defend him because when I look at the future of our country, I think he's laid out a much clearer vision for what this country can look like in 15, 20, 25, 50 years than many of my New York Republican friends. With that being said, let's get back to Gates on Saturday night, who was the, uh, we'll call him the appetizer to President Trump. Let's go to cut 25. Rudy Giuliani is one of the greatest crime fighters who has ever lived in the United States of America. He took out the bomb. It's not the most clear, but this part is pretty clear right here. They would never stop building statues to Rudy Giuliani if there was any justice here in this world. Instead, they're persecuting him. They're prosecuting him. The left is prosecuting him and persecuting him. By the way, it's only Democrats, right? Just like the stuff with Trump. It's only Democrats that go after Rudy Giuliani. It's only Trump's opponents that go after Donald Trump. Are you seeing are you seeing parallels here, ladies and gentlemen? Because I see them. It's very, very clear what's going on. They want to make sure that Donald Trump does not get in power again. They are afraid that he is going to stand up. It's talking about all this dictator stuff. That's BS. You know what they're afraid of? That he's going to stand up for our United States Constitution. They're afraid that he's going to actually come in and make sure that we have American sovereignty here in the United States of America. That's what they're afraid for. Because guess what? Their beautiful globalist plan, right? It was coming together. It was coming together to say, you know what? No, 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 no. These Americans, these dirty Americans, they, they don't deserve the representation that our founding fathers believed in, that they did, that our Constitution says that they deserve, our Bill of Rights. No, no, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of bypass all this. We're going to load up the swamp with a bunch of bureaucrats. We're going to have a bunch of these international treaties with no accountability right there. Look, there are some international treaties that are important, right? I find NATO to be important. But I also found accountability in NATO to be important as well. What Trump did with NATO was absolutely perfect because what he did was he made sure that more of these European countries had more of a stake in it, were paying more into it. And guess what? American taxpayers were less on the hook for that. That's what happens when you have an incredible negotiator as president of the United States versus a vegetable, which we have now. Not just a vegetable, by the way, that's being too nice to the guy. A compromised vegetable. That's what Joe Biden is. And we're seeing it every single day, how compromised this guy is. Let's talk a little bit about the MAGA talent that was in New York City just a few short nights ago. Cut 26, Matt Gates on the MAGA talent here. In New but York. just think of the MAGA talent we have assembled here. Steve Bannon, we've got Bernie Carrick, Boris Epstein, Vish Burra. Rudy Giuliani, President Trump, myself, all under one roof. And if Joe Biden is reelected, that roof will be known as cell block A. <laughs> it's a good one. You know what? Sadly, he's right. Sadly, he's absolutely right because he's going after political opponents. It's that simple. Let me play one more here 
uh, for for you guys from the other night. And we'll move on to some stuff that's going on right now. Let's go to cut 28 of Gates from Saturday night. Our heroes are Davy Crockett, Theodore Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson, Donald Trump. Their heroes are George Floyd and Dylan Mulvaney and Anthony Fauci. It is why we have no choice to elect Donald Trump, the next president of the United States. He more than anyone knows that you have to fight. You have to fight like hell to return this nation to our glory. Our nation's decline is because too many Republicans have been derelict in their duty. Politics is choose your fighter time. I know who I want fighting for me and America and all of you, the greatest president we have ever known. I will fight for this man. I will put it all on the line because I see Alfard. He fights for all of us. God bless you. God bless the great Empire State. God bless the greatest mayor who has ever lived, Rudy Giuliani. Let's go get him. Don't go after Matt Gates, New York Republicans. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's all I'm telling you. Otherwise, I will be supporting a primary challenger for you, and I will get my friends, my band together, to be able to look and say who actually is going to go and support our values in Congress.